my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Trying, man. Do I'm not trying. say you're starting to shake. Okay. I am don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here! Do it! Stop running! Go back in. Do not run! Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of him. Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark, the internet's only podcast with the courage to come straight out of Compton to challenge Zach Bagans and his boys to a ghost off. I'm Joel Kleinberger. And I'm Eric Hoofnagel. Eric, this is this was a uh, a pretty exciting episode. Yes. Like a good I would I would say this is a, a very this would be a very good intro episode for someone oh yeah i mean i think it, it does not have that much of the the magic as far as guests but as far as evidence goes ooh, it's really good so <laughs> let's just fucking get right into it let's talk about ghost adventures season three episode five the linda vista hospital the hospital of hell when you consider the rough east los angeles neighborhood surrounding the former linda vista hospital it's no surprise that it had a heavy death toll you are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge this place is like truly the hospital of horrors i think i'd rather be locked in there than staying outside while it's dark it's creepy at east la at night i think we're pretty close to compton I felt like he wanted to hurt me. Uh, I almost had a heart attack, man. <laughs> Some things to note right off of the top is that everybody that they talk to in this episode, all the witnesses are paranormal investigators. They yeah. have no one who was ever associated with the, the hospital, so that's... <laughs> interesting it's yeah yeah that it, that was interesting the hospital closed in 1991 so it's not like it would be hard to find people who previously worked there especially because the hospital is that like creepy capitalism brand of abandonment where all of the records and like equipment were just locked in this building and just left to rot for 20 years like yeah it's it's really fucked up. Like, there's full-on medical equipment. They're just like, nah, we don't need it. Just lock it down. <laughs> Not profitable. It, and, like, and Zach loves it. He loves when everything's left in place. He even says later, he's like, this is what increases the haunting by so much. When everything's still here. Okay, so that, that jumped out at me because Zach has made the exact contrary claim as well to hauntings, <laughs> where if you take a place that has been left alone and then try and renovate it, yeah. like in the Moon River Brewery, mm -hmm. that gets all the ghosts pissed off. Yeah, being consistent it has never been uh, a Zach mainstay, you know? No, no. He's consistently inconsistent. This is what I believe really can add to a building's hauntings, is when you still have it look as if it did. These floors, they've tried renovating it many times, but when people come in here and try and work on it, they'll mess with the tools and throw them. And I do have a, a, a potential theory on that, mm. that Zach does not supply, but like maybe leaving a place in its like natural state can produce ghosts, but then renovating the place 
will make them angry, vengeful spirits. So what are you supposed to do? Just change it really slowly? <laughs> no, you can't change it at all, because then they're going to turn into evil ghosts, oh, Eric. shit. That just made me think that the, like, the dudes from Queer Eye for the straight guy are just like, the Republicans are right. Like, the, the gays are out there to really kick up Satan's demons because they're just renovating places <laughs> oh, and making them all nice across yeah. the country, leaving a trail of angry ghosts. <laughs> all right, guys, I'm here in Mount Vernon, Missouri. It's the town I grew up in, and I am in the house I grew up in, even though it looks nothing like it used to. I completely remodeled my parents' home. It started out as my mom wanting a new kitchen, but, you know, you've watched the show. I can't just do one room, so I did the whole house. This place is also pretty interesting as far as the whole capitalism angle is considered. They mention what happened was in, like, the 80s, and up until its closure in 1991, the care quality kept dropping, and people kept dying in there and people mentioned you know there were improper procedures and operations done on people that caused them to die which mm -hmm. zach says well that is a true recipe for <laughs> trap souls <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a spicy a meatball that is a great recipe for trap souls unfortunately for america it that was because in this in the 80s it became a for-profit uh in quotes managed care facility which the whole point of and i'm doing air quotes managed care facilities uh. are essentially to cut corners and cut a bunch of costs and so they did that and then apparently cutting all the costs made the quality of care go down huh. and then everybody left how about that that's just like, oh gosh, wow, wow. Couldn't even imagine that. You know, Zach doesn't mention that as a potential for the, the haunting because he's too focused, Eric, on the spooky and dangerous neighborhood that they're in. Oh, oh my no. god. Uh, oh, dude, yeah, he's he's definitely like, he doesn't like L.A. very much. Um, he's, no. He is a lot more frightened of the area they're in than the actual location, um, oh, by leagues, by leagues and bounds, yeah. we're afraid of the the neighborhood. I couldn't. I I could only think of like that that part of his, of the book of his, of the Bible study where he talks about uh the re the Reno crackheads. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just thought like, well, of course he hates cities full of like intense people because he has no he yeah. can't he can't not engage oh no like yeah. if someone yells at him he's gonna like oh don't peer pressure me he's gonna like come after them yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah, zach cannot handle neighborhoods filled with impoverished individuals as we saw at remington arms he is ready to Karen it up and call the police to sweep out any kind of camps <laughs> oh my god he, he's he's so hyper focused on the danger of the neighborhood that he mentions it a total of three times within the opening minute of the show. When you consider the rough East Los Angeles neighborhood surrounding the former Linda Vista Hospital, gangs moved into the region, bringing in a steady stream of gunshot wounds. It's creepy in East LA at night. They did renovate it recently. It's back in operation as low-income housing for disadvantaged seniors oh, so no 
if it ever closes down again, that place is going to be the most haunted thing in the world. Dude, well, like, hey, like we were saying, renovated. That's right. It, it was already haunted as fuck. And then they renovated it, and now they're putting old people in there. You're going to get the angry ghosts that were pissed off from the renovations, and now you got a bunch of poor olds that are going to die probably because of the poor care at the facility. And <laughs> Poor olds. And they're going to have a bunch of poor olds ghosts, and then if it closes down again, it's just going to be a fucking nexus of terror. It really will be the hospital of hell. <laughs> That is a true recipe for a lot of trap souls. So he's got his whole intro where he's like wheeling a, a, a bloody gurney down the hall. Oh, yeah. And he's doing his whole like look in different directions. And, you know, they're keeping up this this uh, this intro momentum. The act is flexing that film degree. In oh, this yeah. Season. He's like, we have to we have to get really fancy with it. But uh, apparently he never took any creative writing. Um, because <laughs> I, his, his final sentence of the whole thing sounds like something I would have written in like a scary story in like fifth grade. He's, he's explaining all the cool and creepy shit that's going to happen. But, and then he goes, but that's not all. We're also going to hear the actual terrifying encounters from the mouths that scream from whatever lurks inside this old building. <laughs> What the fuck did that mean? I don't know because I mean, <laughs> it sounds like if you if you had like a chat bot, yeah, just just read a bunch of like bad creepy pasta and then try to come up with sentences. We fed a a chat bot uh, every single R.L. Stein novel available, <laughs> and this is what they provided. We're in the hospital of hell. We're also going to hear the actual terrifying encounters from the mouths that scream from whatever lurks inside this old building. We start with Zach being led through the the tunnels by Sid Schultz, the second, the second of the line, Sid Ooh. Schultz of uh, Pasadena Paranormal. Oh man, we there's so many paranormal groups that we get introduced to in this episode. Eric, they're they're all that's all they do. Yeah, that's all they are. All their names, they're they're all that like they all have the same name. Where it's just like paranormal investigation, very uncreative. I I say paranormal groups, you need to fucking step it up with your names. We got we got Kristen Thorne and Lila Hill uh, or Half Hill of L.A. Paranormal Association. Boring. Sid of Pasadena Paranormal, boring. Stephen Troutsdale and Lylan Elric of the Southern California Hauntings, boo. And then we've got Joe and Rebecca Mendoza of 3AM Paranormal, the only oh. one with a little zest in there. <laughs> and there's also a guy at the very end where they show him the footage. And he's also part of a paranormal investigation group. Yeah, Zach Bagans again showing that he is a creative force to be reckoned with because he at least he slapped adventures. It like it sounds intriguing more than uh yeah, we're at Las Vegas paranormal. Paranormal. Uh, <laughs> no wonder he adopted Billy Tolley of uh pimps because he was like, Oh, this guy can know he, this guy gets it. Paranormal Investigations, a Mysterious Phenomenon Squad. Pimps. 
Why do you like girls and money? Pimps. Is there a woman up here? Pimps. Pimps. First, we got to talk about Zach learning a good lesson about not just sticking your hands in things. <laughs> right. Because this guy is showing him the, the incinerator where they burned all the bodies. And Zach it, it just opens a big old fucking ash drawer and shoves his hand into human ash. Guys, I've gotten a little too deep into this area. He's shocked that there's, he's like, there's still ash here? Why is it still here? And it's like, dude, are you, they, they left everything. The, the last thing they're going to do is go into the basement into the and clean out the incinerator they got like one janitor who's like oh well you know i can't i don't got the capacity to take out these incubators and mri machines but uh i made sure the ash trap from all the bodies was nice and pristine <laughs> oh my god dude that looks like a tooth or like a bone fragment they still have human ash in here excuse me can i get a manager can i please get a manager zach you know fingers human ash and he's like he just he puts his hand up and he's like uh-oh retro yeah this is not good and then he goes in for seconds to try and dig out what looks like a piece of bone which is a fun touch yeah he swears it's a tooth and it's not yeah it's very much not no. a tooth well you know it would be nice if they had invited anybody that wasn't a paranormal investigator and maybe like one person that used to be a medical per like some some doctor or a nurse that used to work there who could be like nah dude not a bone but because this is a a orgy of of paranormal investigators <laughs> just just yes and in each other yeah fully uh-huh well we have to go with the assumption that that is a human tooth and zach bagans actually takes a moment to have a moment of silence oh yes oh but right before that though <laughs> he's put his fingers into human ash he's not sure yet though and the guy's like oh yeah no that's human ash and Zach makes this <laughs> noise that, like, I th oh, he's like, oh, dude. It it made me think of, like, <laughs> like, he's trying to sound disgusted and scared, but it sounds like, like when something so hot happens that, like, you get yeah. so horny that you kind of get sad. Oh, man. Sure. He was resisting the urge to sniff his fingers. <laughs> taste it. Give it a little taste. Mm, that ash tastes good. Mm, oh. Let me get back in there. Get that tooth. Fill it. Mm. He's, just, he's just fighting every urge. Just fill his pockets. <laughs> we struck gold, boys. Come on. Yeah. I mean, if they want to make like little haunted baubles, like, oh, my God. Ooh, <laughs> ew, ew. Like snow globes. Snow globes. <laughs> Ghost Adventure snow globes filled with 100% human Human ash. Ash. <laughs> and teeth. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> this is the moment where he's talking about how everything is left behind. That leads to such a deep haunting because everything is the way it was left. And then he reaches over and he finds this little rubber glove that's just like laying on a table. And he picks it up. And they're all like, ew, dude, sick. Oh, ew. And then he... he 
comes and throws it at Aaron, and then the screen goes black and white, pauses on Aaron getting hit with a fucking rubber glove to the the <laughs> scary drum beat. I, I I'm inter I'm torn. I feel like this is probably the most directly disrespectful thing that Zach has ever done to Aaron. He's just like he <laughs> It's like schoolyard cruel. It's like, oh, oh yeah. ooh, look, I found a dog turd. Uh-oh. Kevin, <laughs> you hate dog turds? Kevin, come here. <laughs> What's well, in your hair now? Ooh, it's in your hair now. Remember, I am not doing this because I have disrespect. Can you smell that? It smells really bad. That does right here. Oh, it smells like, like horse yeah. Put a pin in this Witches and Warlocks because this kind of behavior is going to come back as we continue to discuss Kirsten. But <laughs> Zach randomly picking up this glove and then unprovoked in the middle of a shoot throwing it at Aaron's face. Like not even like in his direction. Like like two feet away yeah. trying to hit Aaron in the face with the disgusting glove they found in an abandoned hospital. Aaron does declare that payback is a bitch. He's still got a, a bit of that good Christian boy because he does only mouth bitch. He, re he recognizes he's not supposed to be saying that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I wonder, Eric, what kind of payback do you think that was going to uh, be or will it ever be realized by Eric? See, Kirkland? that's what I'm wondering. Because I, I don't... I don't... It doesn't happen in this episode. No, and we know you know, 20 years down the road or no, 10 years down the road during the Joe Exotic's gushing horse vagina spooktacular that Aaron is still being pressured by Zach to do stuff that sucks. Yeah. So I don't think Aaron ever actually stands up for himself. I think Aaron is just in the long haul until somebody gets hired that's lower than him. I think he's he's waiting for his chance to I think he's gonna he's gonna take Zach out at the end. You know, <laughs> Zach's gonna be Zach's gonna be like on a ventilator uh and you know in his <laughs> he's gonna be elderly on a ventilator and he and you know yeah. big step in Aaron's gonna come in with his walker and he's gonna be like old friend and he'll mm -hmm. and Zach will look at him and uh he won't be able to say anything, but Aaron will come over and he'll 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 say, "Oh, we we had memories, didn't we? Oh, buddy, did we have memories?" <laughs> and then he just comes up close to his ear and he says, "But you know, payback is a bitch." And he turns off the ventilator. <laughs> And then he just slaps a dirty. He just pulls. He reaches into his old man's yeah, pants, into his depends. He, and yeah, pulls he just out a glove. rubs rubs his old balls <laughs> and just wipes Zach's face. You're gonna be a ghost now, buddy. <laughs> Get ready to join the infinite. So we're using Ernest bait kind of again. You are staying by yourself up in that attic tonight. With the noose. Touch Aaron. Scratch Aaron's forehead. Okay, physical touch. Men's shower. Aaron, this is the perfect spot for you. Hey, thanks, Tara. 
Let's talk about this spooky live EVP sit session with the LA Paranormal Association, Kirsten Thorne and Layla Halfhill. Yeah. Yeah, this shit is wild. So so they they reveal to Zach a recording that they got of a little girl humming um, when they were, you know, in this like this little the, the the surgical suite, which is apparently like one of the more haunted locations. Which Zach Zach is back on his bullshit right there because <laughs> Kirsten brings them in to the surgical suite and says, "This is the most frightening part of the hospital." And then Zach responds by saying, "This is the most frightening part of the hospital." <laughs> This is uh, the most frightening part of the hospital. This is the most this... frightening part of the hospital. Why don't you like men? He, he can't digest it unless it's his own voice. No, no. He Having a female speak to him, he has to repeat everything they say because otherwise he's just not going to understand it. Otherwise it just sounds dumb. You know, uh, I think I'm going to be able to deliver that line a lot more cool. So this <laughs> is... The most terrifying part of the hospital. They made things that kill people. <laughs> this is where they did surgery. People died here. Clap, clap, clap. They cut people up here. Little girl, where are you? <laughs> Don't be afraid. <laughs> they describe what happened that led to them screaming in the audio. Uh, was that right as they heard the humming, they opened a door and there was like a huge, like like a shadow person on the other side and like shut yeah. the door in their faces and they just screamed. They play that thing, you know, they think they hear something and then the audio starts going weird. You know, again, this is the season where... It happens every episode so far this season, which makes me a little suspicious that they just learned a new trick to make things convincing. <laughs> just don't charge everything. Don't charge things. <laughs> make sure your cables are frayed. Don't plug everything in completely. <laughs> this is good. This is going to come back later. <laughs> the audio gets all fucked up. Aaron's like, bro, bro. Don't move, bro. The audio's going crazy. You can hear it, bro. Every time you guys ask a question, the audio goes wild. Like, you guys ask a question, and then, like, as if it's in response, it goes... <laughs> so, then they re listen to the audio that they have of from their EVP uh, recorder, and sure enough, it's the same little girl humming as the, as the women had picked up. It's like exactly the same. Well, this is the stuff that Zach says is impossible to get. Because he says, well, science wants the ghosts to perform on command. They want them to do the same thing twice. And they're not going to yeah. do that. And this is exactly that. Where they pick up the same thing twice in the same place. It's, it's almost like, Zach, if you spend more than, I don't know eight hours in a facility and actually do more testing than one time, maybe you could get ghosts to perform <laughs> on command, you dummy. And I don't want to talk to a scientist. Y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed. That part is really great. And it really made me want to look into 
because I looked into every single one of these paranormal groups, and uh, Eric, uh, Kirsten Thorne. Oh, what's going? On? I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. I think Kirsten Thorne walked away from this Ghost Adventures encounter with Zach Bagans. Uh, not very thrilled with the experience. Oh. I don't think she enjoyed uh, Zach Bagans and his presence and his bros and his tendency to throw disgusting old gloves at his friend's face for no reason. Because uh, she founded a, a paranormal a housewives group in L.A. And in an interview about it, a couple years after this episode aired... She cited the reason for having an all-female ghost hunting crew was, one, she was tired of working with men in a male-dominated area, specifically because she was tired of them not being sympathetic to the needs of women. (laughs) Yeah. And two, she thinks that women are better ghost investigators than men because, I quote... Uh, they don't, we don't come in and demand things of the ghosts and shout at them. Whoa. We just open up ourselves and make ourselves available to listen to them. Damn. She doesn't even have to call out Zach with that one. We no. just all know. No. <laughs> I demand you to tell me who is up here now. I feel like that's a, a common refrain in the paranormal world recently is that zach bagans came on the scene and was like we're gonna fight the ghosts and that's how we're gonna get evidence and then a bunch of people are like maybe if we just be nice to the ghosts (laughs) but that's not that's just not no no that's not ghost adventures baby that's a different show. Oh no, I'm, and I'm I'm not gonna watch paranormal housewives if they ever make a fucking (laughs) television show i'd watch it I, honestly, I really liked Layla and Kirsten. I thought that their reactions to things were really great. Um, they did, they kind of mm-hmm. did like the scared mom arms, which was really good. Like they're like, oh, you know, like <laughs> it was cool. They were they they were acting really well. No, they, they had they had a great vibe, they, mm-hmm. and I think they had a better vibe than our next pair of paranormal investigators. <laughs> Rebecca and Joe Mendoza. Yeah. And Joe is the founding member of the 3AM Paranormal Society and also the motion capture actor for the captain from Wally, apparently. What? Oh. <laughs> oh my god, you fucking asshole. <laughs> ah. Oh, you fucking asshole. Dude. No, don't do Listen, man. No, this don't do this. Joe and Rebecca, lovely people. The only really interesting thing that he talks about is seeing a shadow figure where his wife does like immediately correct him because Joe's like, it was around here. And she was like, it's exactly here. And then Joe's like, yeah, yeah, it's right here. It's exactly right here. It's fine. <laughs> he, he, he does the mimic of what he saw. And it's like, I saw like the arm shadows on the wall. Just like this. And he like squiggles his arms up and down for the shadows. Yeah. Which, you know, Eric, given that a lot of the uh, medical malpractice deaths happened in the 80s, I wonder if that was the ghost of a break dancer, Mm. a a popper looking for his locker, eternally bound to this place. 
<laughs> oh, shit. Right at this exact moment, I captured an EVP, an electronic voice phenomena, or spirit voice, on my digital recorder. Electric Boogaloo, the ultimate show, with Kelly, Ozo, and Turbo. Break them to Electric Boogaloo. Get Rebecca whines. Oh, like, she dude. tells about feeling this presence. Oh, my God. She sounds like like she... I, do, I You know, I'm tired of all the Karen jokes, but she really sounds like she's complaining to the manager. <laughs> yeah. I felt like he wanted to hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like he wanted to hurt me. I was going to call the police. And Zach white knights for her in a huge way. Mm-hmm. He just fucking, like spreads his legs and starts shaking his balls and just like yeah i'm gonna be here i'm gonna be here i'm gonna find out if they wanted to hurt i'm gonna take that doctor down to the ground i'm gonna show him what it's like to be harmed that entity is here tonight i will find out whether or not it's bad evil and wants to do attacks because i'm gonna do everything i can to try and draw that out the next pair of witnesses that we have to talk about are our our fish ghost hunters, Stephen Trousdale and Lindley Ehrlich. Ehrlich, dude. Ehrlich. So Steve Tra- Trousdale, it, I, I found it. It's it's the forensic investigations of Southern California hauntings. Fish. Oh my God. F I F I S C H. Fish. Yeah. Fish. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because it's the. I, I did look it up. They have a Facebook group that still exists, um, has Ooh. 400 likes, nothing on it. There's nothing except for like. <laughs> it, it, there's a bunch of pictures from behind the scenes of this exact interview. Um. <laughs> oh, he has a picture of his signed picture of 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 the GAC. He got all their signatures. Oh, he course. got the autographed mm-hmm. picture, which I'm jealous. Um, yeah. and he has uh, a couple of pictures of a very very blurry ghost, <laughs> and that's it. Do you feel sad? Do you, do you feel sad? I don't know what I feel, bro. I feel really really sad, man. He, he he fucking makes Zach get so hard. The second <laughs> hardest Zach gets in this episode. Well, because he introduces him to the secret tunnel that leads to the mental ward, which he didn't know was part of the hospital. Which is pretty funny, Eric, because last episode, Zach mentioned how he and the gang like to go to the local library to do their own research. I <laughs> think if they went to the local library, they may have noticed that the hospital had an attached mental ward, but maybe they just didn't, they didn't find that in their research i don't know no no there's no way he was about to go to the library in that area there's no way he was about to do that (laughs) he would have been so fucking scared he he went he went in and he saw like one just fucking like kind of homeless looking guy (laughs) quick turns and crash zooms of people watching porn on the computers and (laughs) quietly masturbating (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. No! Go! 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 I need to talk about Lindley. Alright. We have to. I Lindley is a fucking Betty. She's mm-hmm. such a dish. 
she looks like like a housewife from like a 50s sitcom a five foot three girl from the south Mm, and the hair to match oh she's just a little betty boop isn't she she's just as sweet as a (laughs) sweet as a dumpling speaking of being a a nice uh girl from the 50s uh she had a starring role in a skit on the Chappelle's show Uh, what yeah (laughs) She was in a skit where we can't say the word oh. of the skit name. Oh, oh, oh! Is it the one that takes place in the fifties? Yeah, the the N word family. Yes, yes, my favorite family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> holy uh, shit! Was she the mom? No, no. Lindley uh, is the girl that uh, the young youngest boy is taking on a date to wow. a restaurant. Wow. So she really did. <laughs> she really did uphold that look. I feel like she just she had gotten to L.A. in like 2000, 2003. She like, was like a southern girl with that kind of hairdo. And she just walked around and Chappelle was like, you look just about white for this. Do you want a job? <laughs> I think at least two out of three of the GAC fall in love with her in this episode. Oh, absolutely. So she starts by by telling them the story about getting pushed through a doorway. Immediately, he's like, push me. Push my body. Touch my body in the way you were touched. Please, it's the only, it's one of the number one things that make me come. <laughs> so she pushes him out the doorway and he's like, oh yeah, so that's a push. And that's when she gets indu- inducted into this, the back scratch club. And Zach is very thrilled to share that he also got scratch on his back. And then he leans in. He leans in so hard on the flirt. We have something in common. It's a good way to start a date, right? Have you ever been scratched on the back by a ghost? Yeah. And then she fucking matches it and throws it right back at him. Uh-oh. Gives, gives a little, like, nod and, like, wink and, like, oh eyebrow raise. Like, yeah. God. Oof. And then, mm. oh, and then she fucking, she, she throws it at Aaron, too. They're coming down the stairs, yeah. and she's like, oh, my, uh, you, you, getting, uh, you getting outrun by, by a sweet little southern lady? <laughs> After Aaron's complaining about his nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And he, he can't believe it. He gets extra sweaty. And he is so blown away by this five foot three chick from the south giving him some just like light abuse that uh i'm pretty sure if you listen closely on the evp you can hear the seams ripping in his underwear (laughs) you guys you guys are gonna get out climbed by a five foot three chick from the south that's what's up i'm sorry i just felt something touch me in this area here you're very beautiful you're okay why don't you like men after they take a break for aaron and zach to mutually masturbate to calm down after the lindley encounter <laughs> oh my god you you oh you no no what she talked to me no no like, did you see what she said to me though oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god, oh my god dude. doing that and then nick is just in the corner alone just like you know i could be with my daughter right now <laughs> raising her or at the gym <laughs> He's just grooving out to his own music. (laughs) (laughs) Linley, gonna make these boys feel thinly. (laughs) 
This is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? <laughs> Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. They get locked down in the hospital of hell, as Zach keeps fucking talking about. And the lockdown begins with a scream. Yeah, so they're in the middle, they're in the middle of discussing the XCAM locations. Uh, he and Aaron. And then they're interrupted by like deathly screams. Just And they do this really good, like what and then they look at each other like oh <laughs> and zach hops hops the barrier that he oh yeah hopped to be behind in the first monkey place boy. i guess for the shot Damn, monkey boy. i think he realizes that perhaps that wasn't a ghost because zach comes back to the x camera setup after that and says well i'm sure we're gonna hear that all night but not in an excited <laughs> ghost way sure we're gonna hear that all night we got to talk about this this mental ward section. Even though the little girl was activating in the surgery center, Nick is still just like, Nick and Zach are just like, little girl, please, <laughs> little girl. Mm, girls, well, Nick, girl. <laughs> Nick does come at, it, come at it with another great Nickism. He, he goes, are there any patients in here that need a lot of help? <laughs> just great we're not doctors but you know still maybe we can help <laughs> were you shot with a gun and a bullet were you stabbed to death because you were in a gang have you listened to nwa i have a really good album <laughs> you might like could it could i play this can i play <laughs> can i play my mixtape and can you let me know if it's fire <laughs> <laughs> how many times do you think <laughs> they had to fucking cut a scene of him being like no 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 i think this is gonna be like a really good trigger object like i'm just gonna like i'm gonna put out a tape just gonna like, let it play a little bit yeah listen zach aaron i speak the language of the streets okay <laughs> like let me do this they'll they will identify with me as one of their own because I speak and spit rhyming truth from the heart. Oh, Christ. What's wrong with you, Nick? What the f is wrong with him? I don't know, but I got one minute of tape left. Nick, what's wrong with you, dude? <laughs> so so they split up, and it gets really good Scooby-Doo vibes going. Like, <laughs> Aaron does some pretty good double takes back where he's just like, I, oh. Hey, Aaron. Yeah. Let's split up. Go down to the end of that hallway. Oh man. Zoinks! But they do hear a humming again. Zach picks up like a really audible humming. This this feels like it, it doesn't sound like the little girl. It sounds no. like a lot lower. And raspy. It sounds pretty creepy. Yeah, it sounds like an old lady just like <laughs> Oh, you want a young girl? Is that what you're looking <laughs> yeah, for? Yeah, this is this is like yeah, this is some the shining moment where you're like, oh, is that a beautiful woman in that tub? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, Aaron, Zach is like, ooh, are you touching me? I can feel the hairs on the on the back of my neck rising. And just like you see behind him, just like a decrepit old hand. It's like, God damn it. You are fair. Oh, man. When there's, when there's finally like really solid deep fake technology available to all of us, I want to remake the entirety of The Shining and replace... Jack Nicholson with Zach Baggins. <laughs> Aaron Aaron Goodwood would be Danny. Yes, yeah, and on a little tiny no, bike. No, 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 Nick would be Danny, and Aaron would be the wife. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! <sighs> Get away from me, Aaron! Stop it! You have to come here, Chuck. Get away Chuck. from me! No, dude, I don't want to. <laughs> Little pig, little pig. No, 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 no. Little pigs, little pigs, let me come in. Please don't hurt me. I'm not here to be hurt. The EVPs start telling a very active story at this point. Because after the humming that they think is the little girl, which we maybe established was a, a sexy old woman, they do another EVP session and they get an EVP that says, stop it, after, after they're continuing to call for this little girl. Yeah. And uh, we all know that consent is not Zach's strong suit. And it just makes me think that, like, maybe the voice was trying to reach out to Nick, like, hey, can you get your boy to, like leave me alone (laughs) stop sniffing after me please (laughs) oh man and then aaron aaron on his own gets like one of the best uh evps of the episode which is a man voice saying ready or not here i come which maybe the longest sentence of an EVP we've ever heard. Oh, for sure. I think it's a hundred percent the longest continuous phrase that we've seen so far. However, it sounds exactly like Nick and it sounds exactly like something Nick would say. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a thing. There's a, there's a couple things in this episode. There's another moment later where they get, once they were back in the hospital, Nick captures a growling EVP and Nick's first reaction was like, was that you, Zach? Which, <laughs> yeah. What are you, what are you suggesting there, Nick? Are you guys just making growling sounds in the middle of the investigation? Like, are you, are you un, unintentionally unveiling the, the, the fucking, the artifice behind the scenes, Nick? Is that why you got kicked out? <laughs> no! Nick! <laughs> no! They start showing the stuff that they later find on the X cameras that are still in the hospital while they're in the mental ward. I'm going to say it a pretty decent orb. Okay. What the hell? What the f- Normally, normally I'm not into orbs. I hate them. I think they're played out. I think they're dumb. I think they're fake. This one is pretty interesting it, it is definitely it has as zach says it strobes and moves in an interesting pattern <laughs> we know this is not dust because look dust is like a snowfall we didn't 
expressly say it wasn't an insect, though, because I don't know, maybe it was, but just pretend it was just an orb. And after the orb, they do get a physical apparition, Eric. Yeah, and it's good. Right over the two EM pumps, they get this huge white mist that's like generating light that moves down, sort of like slightly down the hallway. Pretty yep. good shit. Pretty good. Pretty good. It's pretty, 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 pretty good. Zach does a, a fun little experiment. Again, calls for a, a split up. Or he sends Nick to one end of the hall and Aaron to the other end of the hall. And he's kind of, and he's like, admits that he's kind of setting up sort of like an, like the end of Air Bud, where he's like, <laughs> he's seeing who the ghosts are going to run to. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, and it works. Aaron comes running back to them in a, in a flurry of nose. No, 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 oh, oh my god, oh my god. No, 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 no. What, what, what? Aaron failing at the central tenet of the GAC. He <laughs> ran from that. <laughs> Whatever that was. I asked the, the witches and warlocks to put a pin in uh, Kirsten's complaint about Zach and uh, yes. working with men. Uh, Zach, again on the, this little girl hunt, he literally starts yelling... And I quote, come out and don't be scared. Come out and touch one of us. Like, <laughs> really aggressively. Yeah. He's like a cop yes. yelling at a person to calm down while pointing a gun in their face. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's... Come out and don't be scared. Come out and touch one of us now. You want to explain yourself? Grab that towel right there, please. Wrap it around yourself and please sit in that stool. Zach uses peer pressure, um, which he hates. And he says, Nick, go in the surgical suite. And he just goes, go in there, go. And so he walks in and he's like sort of in the, in the, in the middle. And he, first he picks up, it sounds like a little baby is right next to the microphone. <gasps> what was that? And then we get the single most honest freak out I've ever seen from Nick. Oh yeah. Where he, <laughs> he is looking around himself a little bit and then he looks forward again and absolutely loses his mind and flings himself backwards <laughs> and starts screaming the EVP recorder. Oh my God. And he lets, he lets out the most like real yelp. Like a true yeah. <laughs> harmed harmed dog yelp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is Wilhelm adjacent, and that is Eric, two out of three of our bros failing the central tenet of this spot this show. They Running. both ran from it. Yeah. Aaron and Nick are running. They can't handle it. And maybe that's why their fucking cameras get, get fucking cursed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you, how do you feel as somebody who, cause we both 
we both have worked with cameras before. How do you feel about this simultaneous freeze frame? Pretty convenient. Uh, that that Nick would be filming directly in front of himself, and he claims to see a woman standing right in front of him and angrily mm-hmm. staring at his face, which yeah. scary as fuck, really scary. Happen his 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 camera just happens to freeze right when he's right when he would have filmed it. I, if I do recall, DVR like digital tape. Uh, back mm-hmm. in the day, if you shook the camera hard enough, it would f- it would not register right, and you'd get freeze frames. I get a nasty whiff of something putrid, even through my mask. It is very convenient, but the only thing that I think that really does tie it together as far as evidence goes is that Nick did mention that it was a female figure that looked angry, and because they've been hunting this girl this whole night... <laughs> she's told them to stop <laughs> they they get one thing that says thank you because maybe it felt like they were taking a pause from their fucking energy and then zach yells again don't be afraid of us <laughs> as, as loud as he can oh man and like they're picking up non-stop it, it's it's the one cool thing about this is that they most of their evps are female sounding yeah. and that is creepy because it's consistent and then zach completely ruins a good investigation by bringing out the broken <laughs> speak and magic everywhere in this bitch it's the worst version of the word gun because it doesn't even have the cool goggles god damn it <laughs> no it's so dumb so it just goes and they're like oh it said yeah. dead oh definitely said dead you know and just that part is dumb yeah the the only the thing that is clear that it says is it tells them to fucking leave (laughs) yeah leave (laughs) i'm not getting a very uh inviting feeling um just mentally not at all no however at the very end they pick up an evp that they swear is the girl saying don't leave me so man women <laughs> can't live with them <laughs> can't live without them. <laughs> am i right well, you said you didn't want food and now you're eating all my fries what is, what's up <laughs> uh well goodbye to half of our audience thank you for sticking around is there anybody in here is there anybody in here with us? They could also just be them desperately trying to make it seem like that ghost wants them around, counter to all of the evidence. Yeah. The don't leave EVP, not very clear. No. Does not necessarily sound... Is, no. In fact, I would say that's the least clear, clear EVP they get in the entire <laughs> episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Luckily, they are bringing it... <laughs> To a wonderful, uh, big, fucking, chubby, middle-aged, sweaty white guy to talk about their evidence again. My favorite segment. <laughs> they, they, man, they've got a, they've got a type. It's just sweaty. Yeah. 
pretty unhealthy. When when Kirsten in that <laughs> article mentioned how she was so tired of trying to work with this male-dominated paranormal uh, world. And then at the end of the episode, I see fucking Mike Burrow, or Mickey Burrow. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I completely understand. We're, we are both. We are both heading in this direction, John. Oh, no, I know. We're going to be Mickey Burrows. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I made myself sad. It's not like Mickey is not like bursting forth with charisma. He is just fucking. He's the worst. I hate. I don't like you, Mickey. Mickey Burrow, wherever you are, I hope you. I hope you're having a bad time. You're my least favorite person. It's just he ends the. This episode is great. And there's so many great people like Lindley, like Kirsten and Layla, and the leader of fish. And the leader of Fish, not the jam band, but the Paranormal Investigation <laughs> Society. Uh, and then we end with Mickey just circle jerking Zach, and that's where we get to the end of the episode. Eric, what do you think about it? Fucking loved this episode. I loved it. It was fun. Uh, we got the some get some great scares. We got some spooks. Mm-hmm. We got some uh, some chills. We got some thrills. Um, we got yeah. to meet L- Lindley, which, uh, mm-hmm. fucking man, awoke something in me that was long yep. dormant. Your, your, your fetish for updos has begun. <laughs> for updo bobs. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's something, something real, real cute about her. Um, and, uh, yeah, they get, they get, uh, apparitions. They get, uh... They didn't get any uh, physical touch. Maybe maybe Aaron and Zach got some physical touch after the fact, if you know what I mean. From Lindley, <laughs> <laughs> they would old, they would be so fucking lucky. I I would hope that it was Aaron. Like like Lindley just walks right past Zach and looks at Aaron. It's like you're fucking stupid. And then Aaron is just like, oh my god, please continue to be mean to me. Or or please. she just she's leaving and she just like lightly brushes his hand and like does one of those <laughs> like over the shoulder like like you know looks him up and down and then walks away and he's oh, like yeah. oh dude oh dude oh my god <laughs> when i was thinking about all the episodes that i really like from ghost adventures i this episode always stuck out to me as one of the best as far as evidence goes like it yeah. is really spooky they get a lot of really good stuff we get to see Zach be really horny. <laughs> we get to see some like legitimately cool things. It's great. I, I think this is a great episode. We're introduced to like the full spectrum of paranormal investigators. Like yeah. everyone's oh, yeah. there. It's a it's it's the the Smash Bros. It's the Smash Bros yeah. of the paranormal. All the characters are there. It's the Smash Bros of the paranormal before you've completed the various story missions so you can unlock the, you know, secret characters like Murray Silver and Richard Sennett. You know, <laughs> yeah. the really top tier. Oh, yeah, your, top tier, your, your, yeah. Your highest tier level players. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get those nerds! 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 You know, Eric, speaking of smashing... Mm. I think it's time to 
smash the like button. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this analogy. <laughs> it's time to fucking challenge him to come fight us in the dark. Come here, Zach. This is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. I have a very simple challenge for Zach Bagans this time, Eric. I think uh, I want to gather all of us, set out the battlefield in East L.A., and it's twilight, and the sun is setting in East Los Angeles, and I want Zach to meet us just in a parking lot somewhere. <laughs> and who comes around the corner... It's the surviving members of NWA, Ice Cube, MC Rand, and, you know, with an EVP recorder, just in case easy motherfucking E wants to chime in (laughs) from beyond the grave. And I just want Zach to just look at Ice Cube and explain why he is more afraid of East LA than he is of the paranormal. Oh, man. I just want to... I would pay so much money to see Zach Bagans just be like, but you know, right? (laughs) You know. Oh, man. How could he possibly up against that that frown? That is like one of like the quintessential frowns imagining zach bagans of all people just being like i mean you get it it gets really spooky in east la at night right what do you mean by spooky (laughs) 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 oh my god oh brilliant absolutely brilliant dude i'm trying dude what I don't know why. We got to see how important EM pumps are. We got to mm-hmm. see that when you have two EM pumps, you're going to get a lot of ghost activity. So, I'm going to create the best sneakers ever. Uh, the EM pumps. These are going to be... <laughs> EM pump enabled sneakers. And when I turn these fuckers on, I'm going to come running. And everywhere I go, oh I am dragging the paranormal with me. And I'm going to run my way right through this battle, dragging paranormal minds. It's going to be the oh. minds of Moria. <laughs> this is a, oh my God. I love this. Like, you know, in the in the heels, it's like you know we have exclusive electromagnetic kinetic energy <laughs> generators. Yes. Each time you take a step, the shock wave emits from the heel. <laughs> I'm assuming they're light up sneakers. Oh, absolutely! Them, of course obviously. they light up. I mean, the EM yeah. pump lights up, so you pump them up. You pump them up with the pump in front. That is the coolest fucking. <laughs> Oh my god. So, you know, we show up, Ice Cube comes around the corner with MC Rand and an EVP uh, recorder so that Easy E can chime in. And they're wearing EM pumps. Oh, of course they're wearing EM pumps because they're going to be the tightest fucking shoes on the market. They're going to be so fucking rad. Everyone's going to want EM pumps. And when they all show up and they all pump up their EM pumps. 
It's gonna be like oh my like the end he... of Ghostbusters. Just fucking <laughs> and fucking <laughs> so many paranormal, so much energy exposed. <laughs> He's going to be overrun. He will not be able to battle that many ghosts. Ice Ice Cube's gonna pump. And he's going to just put his one foot down and it's going to be like Lord of the Rings where all the ghosts are like, you've called upon us. All the ghosts of East LA. And then Zach's like, see, come on, it's spooky out here. It's spooky. You get it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it, Eric. That's uh, it. That was that, great. Uh, <laughs> Is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? That's not gonna make me scream like a little girl. Dance floor is yours. Show yourself. Damn it, Wish and the Warlocks. Maybe we should make a Patreon so we can get some <laughs> sneaker designer on this. Oh, we could sell them back to Zach for profit. Ooh. EM shoes. Yeah. The goth edition. They got skulls oh, all over. Oh my them. god, yeah, and a drop of our blood, just like little Nas X. <laughs> <laughs> when he takes his feet out. He notices his sock is covered in a white, dusty substance. <laughs> That's right. They're all EM pumps are laced with human ash. Ooh. Hey, that helps with helps with sweaty feet. It's a it's the original gold bond. <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, I got you. I got you. It took me a second. You know, I love you, buddy. I this love just, you too, this Joel. Is, this was <laughs> amazing. Witches and Warlocks, thanks for coming on this journey with us. Zach Bagans, get ready to fucking stare down Ice Cube with the coolest footwear you've ever seen. And next time, Eric, we're going to talk about Ghost Adventures Season 3, Episode 6, The Execution Rocks Lighthouse. And the only Ooh. thing I remember about this is that the boys go fishing... And they are not good at fish. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> so, oh, Eric, all right. Love you, you too, next man. Time. <laughs> all right. Good night. <laughs> all right, all you witches and warlocks. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can find us at CFMITD on Twitter or on Instagram at Come Fight Me in the Dark. You can also send us an email to Aaron is a bottom biatch at gmail.com. That's A-A-R-O-N is a bottom B-I-A-T-C-H at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We love you. Good night. <laughs>